0: is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
2: Hello and welcome along to My water Toaster. This is episode 9004, I think, isn't it, Samantha Baines? 9005. 9005. Welcome along, Samantha Baines. How are you? I'm good. I'm here. You've just done an Instagram story of us getting ready to do this. Yeah, and I cut you off mid-intro. I'm not very good at Instagram stories. I find them very awkward.
0: I love Instagram stories. Mm. I share my life on Instagram.
2: At Samantha Baines on Instagram. <laughs> and joining us today for the latest episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster is the fabulous comic and beautifully dyed hair today, Beck Hill. Oh, Can thank I just you. say Do you change the colour often of your hair dye choices?
1: Um, well, uh, I, this was done. I was a hair model two weeks ago, and no. I got paid a hundred pounds for a professional hairdresser to do this in front of other hairdressers. Are you kidding? Yeah, Green but French. but it, wow. it could have been anything. It could, could have gone horribly horribly oh. wrong.
2: So so was there a moment when you get assigned a student to do your hair, and you're like, uh oh.
1: No, this was like a gent like a a guy who was flown down from Edinburgh, where he runs his own salon, to show other hairdressers oh, okay. how he cuts oh. hair really well.
2: That's about, so. Does everyone sit and watch you getting your haircut? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, yeah, and you don't have a mirror, so you have no idea <gasps> what it looks like. This until is like a format, afterwards. guys. This is like a it's TV like, show.
0: So you get danger money. Yeah, it is. It is danger money. Your
2: hair is ruined.
1: Normally, I would be like, oh, like if it was before Fringe, I don't think I would have taken the chance because mm. I would just finish fringe I was like the Edinburgh
0: ah. fringe or your fringe oh yeah yeah
2: because yeah, <laughs> you do have a great fringe it must but, be said yeah yeah <laughs> alright Beck Hill uh, thanks for joining us wonderful stand up comic how long have you been doing stand up for now please Beck
1: oh, from how long I've been doing it full time or when was my first gig let's go
2: when was your first gig
1: Ooh, 14 years
2: 14 wow. years yeah that's nice. My first Luger. gig was straight
1: out of high school. I, uh, the year after I finished high school, I entered a stand-up competition in Adelaide.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, and when did you come over here? Uh,
1: 2008.
2: 2008. Right, yeah. okay, so four years after you left school, you came over here, and, and so it began. And yeah. And so it began. So if we look at your Amazon history, in fact, it starts in two thousand plus eight when you arrive on these shores. Uh, mm-hmm. In December 2008, uh, maybe it's some gift shopping here. We've got a lovely bit of Nick Cave. Very nice. Oh right, yeah. And the ass saw the angel. It's a story about a donkey, is it, or what's going on here, please?
1: Uh, it's it's a book, and that's as much as I know. It was purchased <laughs> nice. for my husband, who likes to read tricky books. Oh uh, yeah. And Adonat. So I, I think from memory, he said it was a very difficult book to get through. But he's one of those people who reads hard. Yeah. to read books because it feels like an accomplishment when you finish it
2: the world is divided into people who will do that and who will read any book even if they're not enjoying it who yeah. will get to the end why? Yeah. They're torture. <laughs> just sitting there looking miserable. You enjoying, uh, enjoying that? Mm, yeah, it's really good. Just get rid of it. I like it when musicians go and write books. You know, like Bob Dylan wrote a book. And when you're reading a book written by Bob Dylan, you can only hear in your head. even though You're just <laughs> reading words, but you can hear. Yeah. Like, there's a bee s- in the room.
0: You have to sing it, not read it. That's how yeah.
2: It well, no, I'm not sure Bob Dylan's ever done that. Technically. <laughs> also, <laughs> Morrissey <laughs> wrote his autobiography. Penguin published the Morrissey autobiography. Uh, and he said... Because it's an animal? Well maybe maybe that's true. Uh yeah, the penguin was fine. Nobody ate the penguins. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh he insisted they could only uh publish it if it was published on the label Penguin Classics. So wow. Morris's autobiography is on Penguin Classics. But similar problem. You read the autobiography and all you can hear is yeah. the whole way through. So uh. the
0: audiobook is them singing it. <laughs> Maybe. We'll that. Let's find out. We should find out. Um, quite an angry one star review from Chatterbox. Oh yeah. This is why musicians should sing and writers should write and never the twain shall meet. Wow. wow. Furious. Response, um, Donna says, I've never met anyone who's actually read the whole book.
2: Oh well, hang on. Beck Hill's husband might yeah. have.
0: Yeah, yeah, Donna meet Gavin. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Donna Donna Gavin. Have a nice tea. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Uh, October two thousand and eight. You bought, and I'm I'm just putting this out there because I have no idea what this is. Um, it is I am White Ninja, and you are my pickle sidekick. Keskusakasar. <laughs> what is either. it? You no know I idea.
1: I don't know either. This is great. Like, get well, get I, I think I th- so White Ninja was hmm. a web comic. And that seems about the right type. So I wonder if the webcomic brought out a book and I probably purchased it for a friend back in Melbourne.
2: Okay. As a gift. Okay, I am White Ninja. Is that Um, what it is? Sam, can you dive deeper there? White Ninja was a
1: great webcomic, though. It was very funny. How did you find that?
2: So you're buying gifts for people back in Australia, which at 2008 you have left. How was it when you first arrived over here and you've got the mayhem of the comedy circuit, which a lot of people think of as wonderful and brilliant, which it is, but, (laughs) you know, if you just arrived in a new country, you've got your friends back home. Did you find that difficult? Was it a hard time?
1: Well, I moved to Edinburgh first because I made the classic mistake of going, this is where Fringe is, therefore... (laughs) This is where comedy is. Right, okay. And then I realised it's the exact same rule as where I'm from, Adelaide, where outside of Fringe, it is just, just tumbleweed city.
2: I'd love to have seen you that moment walking through Edinburgh in <laughs> like a November morning just going, oh. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, I mean, no offence to
2: Edinburgh. Wonderful <laughs> no, city. It's
1: so beautiful. And I, like, I'm like. i glad that that's where I started. So interestingly, the um, the uh, Edinburgh Uni um, would put on uh, off-the-curb shows yeah. at the Pleasants Cabaret Bar um, yeah. every week on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. and um, But they would just have two professional comics on and comics would show up and they'd be like, who's I'm seeing? And they'd be like, no one. And, and because they didn't have the budget to hire a third comic. Yeah. And so they paid me 50 quid to oh. introduce the comics every Tuesday. And so I would get to try out new material. I got to know the audiences. So technically, I had a, a recurring audience each yeah, week. Yeah. And then I got to meet all the people who were on the circuit here. So that's how I met uh, Sarah Milliken and Tony Law and Jared Christmas and Tom Stade and, like, all, yeah. those, all those Those are all guys. brilliant
2: people. That's a good list. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. All, and also all people who like to this day have been like oh hey back how's it going like yeah. since you know then yeah. um and then but that was the only sort of gig i could get in edinburgh was just that and then i was like well if i moved to london i could do this probably every night every day could <laughs> I be I could like probably Tuesday. Get a 50 quid emceeing gig every night in london there's yeah. so many gigs and yeah. then when i first moved down to london i was like i remember i did this <laughs> i did a gig at the old queen's head in Denman Street yeah. in Piccadilly Circus, yeah. and the guy running it. I went upstairs. and Tiny room. So tiny. Actually
2: smaller than the room we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculously small.
1: And then I went upstairs and there was just people eating. And I was like, I thought there was comedy here. And 15 minutes before the show was about to start, the guy running it started (laughs) standing on someone's table where they were eating and putting up a curtain and then saying to them, sorry, this is a stage now. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do this gig.
0: (laughs) So I am White Ninja and You Are My Pickle What is it? What is it? It It's a paperback book. Okay. Also, interestingly, I discovered that White Ninja is on the Urban Dictionary cool. it is the act of disappearing home from a night out without saying goodbye oh Usually like an Irish goodbye. goodbye yeah, yeah. Okay. I All did
1: right. that the other night at, at a tenth uh, in fact for um, Sarah Morgan uh, host of The Fear yes uh, at her tenth anniversary um, yes. drinks uh, just left left yeah. in the middle of dancing just went just walked off well, just left. Left. I mean, now's
2: the time to say goodbye, say goodbye. I felt that's, so a fellow, cool. that's a fellow that's a fellow great big old bye Sarah bye.
1: I wasn't even invited. Yeah.
0: I... <laughs> That's why you left. Yeah.
2: What's the opposite of a white ninja when you arrive without anyone knowing that you're arriving? Um, so 2009, only a couple of purchases in 2009. Um, you got Darren Brown, Something Wicked This Way Comes, the uh, the DVD. Oh. Um, Dispatched to Rebecca Hill. There she is. That's why did, me. Why did you rebrand as Beck Hill or have you just always been called Beck? I've always been called Beck.
1: Okay. Yeah, Rebecca's sort of my in trouble name. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, so That's bought... why Amazon hates me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Amazon's always cross with you. Yeah. Um every bit of post you get, what have I done wrong? Yeah. Uh January two thousand and nine, you got a Samsung, NC ten netbook. Oh yeah. Oh, the Atom N two seventy.
0: Three hundred and seven pounds fifty. Piece, it was gosh. great. It
1: was a little, it was like the size of a book. Yeah, yeah
2: it's currently
1: unavailable.
2: Mm, it's gone mm. now, isn't it? It's probably gone.
1: It's oh, been okay. re. It, so it broke, and uh, Rob Sedgebeer from Wi-Fi Wars took it and repurposed it, and now I believe it's still in usage in some form. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. It's living on yeah. with the Wi-Fi Wars gang. Um, so then it goes very quiet. On your Amazon orders, so ten and eleven, nothing ordered on Amazon. Wow. Is this because you're like a stand-up comic living in in uh, penury, or because <laughs> you just don't need anything because you're on I the road all I it was. I
1: have no money. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in my day job around then. Um, they had a. It was one of these cool uh, websites I worked for customer service, mm. and they um they their kitchen had like all the cereals and bread, and I remember I was so poor during that time. That I would, not because like the job is just like entry level, pay level stuff and you're paying London rent in central, like I'm in Camden. Insane. and um, Hundreds
2: and, of pounds a week.
1: And I was, yeah, I was so poor. And so I remember I would go in early, have breakfast at work, then I would have breakfast as my lunch. <laughs> and then if I had a gig later, I would have toast after work in the kitchen and then walk to my gig. Wow. And I would walk because I, I couldn't afford to keep paying for wow. the travel, quite literally wow. an
2: all-day breakfast. Yes, that is yeah. impressive. That mm. is impressive. So what were you? So what were you doing? You were temping at this time.
1: Or? Uh, no, I think I was just um, full-time customer service, but it right. was all just e- incoming phone calls and emails. Who and for? Stuff. For
2: which company?
1: Uh, so around then, there was a, a few websites that I did. Depending on the years, uh, there was Buy a Gift, which mm-hmm. is like voucher but less heard of mm-hmm. um, <laughs> okay that's yes, around now. Yeah, I think they are still around okay. but it was one of those things where it's like
0: you buy a voucher to do it they're just a middleman. Yeah, like yeah. You, buy you buy a gift is a great keyword enabled gift.com. Oh, yeah. instead of voucher mm. no, who's gonna search wow yeah, but mm. sometimes
2: these companies want to invent new words, don't yeah, they? Yeah, sure, That's but then thing. you've got to
0: promote it.
1: Yeah. But voucher's more about like getting yourself a deal, whereas buy a gift was more you don't know what to get someone, and so you'd buy them a hot air ballooning day. Okay. So you buy We'd them the voucher, but then it doesn't book them in or anything. You get a little thing saying, This has been purchased for you, but you still have to do the work. Call in and book in and find out how to get there. And so blah, blah, blah. All of
2: the admin rests on you. This, yeah. for me, I don't want to put any gender on this, but this is blokes just buying a thing saying, There you are, mate. There you are. You can oh, yeah. go racing in a car. You sort everything else out.
1: And also, they never get used. That's how the company makes their money. Oh, yeah. Is that people forget about them. Of course. So so they that's all vouchers you work. Isn't that? It. Yeah. Have
2: you, well, you've had experience vouchers. Yeah, skip not you. use them. What experiences have you missed out on? Maybe we could do a well, Kickstart. I don't know, but because you can pick the
0: experience, so it's a voucher for a certain amount, and then you can choose, but I just haven't gone. But I did buy one for my Mm ex-husband, and he used it, and it was a car experience
2: Jay. Is that where he met his new wife? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Now, what I like is when He's you get... Go- remarried. No, shut up, sh- sh- He's well. pining over me. Okay, right. <laughs> he
0: doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I was going to say. He doesn't listen. All
2: right, let's move on then. 2012, Beck Hill. You kick off again. Here we go. Amazon's getting chucker a block now because you did two orders. So it's I mean, Oh, it's wow. Way more. Um, you've got... Uh, you've got... Oh, you've bought pretty... Pretty, pretty <laughs> goods uh, by Josh Levine which I, g- I guess is the book about Curb
1: you thinking, yeah or? I think it's about Curb and uh, Larry David but boringly again that's a gift another gift for my husband another gift that's when the money came in and I was like well uh, okay. mum's gonna treat her
0: man
2: to <laughs> 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 so something which I'll probably which, well that's not a tricky read is it because he does like a tricky read your husband famously yes famously so. I
0: think this is you must have got a voucher because it says total zero <laughs> <laughs> so you a gift on a voucher like there
1: that. you go. I think it was probably one of those things where you get a £50 pound voucher for like changing your gas or something. Yeah, you know, when you nice. do that, and they, yeah.
2: Everyone loves a freebie. Fourth of September 2012. Pushing um, the boat out here. Yeah, a Breville VCF 042 Wake Cup Hot Water Dispenser. Oh, Hello. yeah. That
1: was so that, that it's, a, it's basically a teas made. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, and it's an alarm clock. Oh. And so, uh, so we used to put um, <laughs> instant coffee in the cup, yeah. and then have a little flask of milk, it's, and so it would adorable. wake us up. Going,
0: it, so in your bedroom. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So so you you got next got bed. You've and got then, a robot butler. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You wake yeah. Up and a robot butler. Straight away. <laughs> a <robotler. laughs> Hang on. Have you not heard of a tees made before, Samantha Bates? Have you never heard of these things?
0: Yes. Well, I had them in the states when I stay there, but. I didn't know you could get it as an alarm clock and then it would, autom- would it automatically do it? Yeah, yeah. So, Except <gasps> so the, because it's boiling the water, it'd be like,
2: oh, yeah, that's gonna wake you up. up to that. The question I've got is, why hasn't every single human being in the world got one of these? Forget mobile phones. I'll
1: tell you what, we've upgraded. We no. gave that to a charity early this year yeah. because we've bought a coffee, a filter coffee machine with an alarm.
2: <clears> so <throat> now we wake Whoa. up to
1: filter coffee in the pot Uh, and that goes so you can just and we sleep with the door open so we can hear it in the kitchen just going
0: this is the most upbeat and excited I've ever been on this podcast because I'm (laughs) buying this (laughs) right now can I just
2: say the only other thing that Sam has ever bought from talking about on the podcast was a vibrator so that is how happy she is with this
0: It heat- the tip heats up to 35 degrees that's a very the very vibrator, cold yeah, coffee very cold cup of coffee <laughs> I'm so don't excited don't get those confused it. otherwise the you end pod- up with a very hot vagina <laughs> yeah. or drink coffee while you masturbate great right? the product description does it have really- an alarm <laughs> yeah, the vibrator oh my god and then you can just wake up to an, <laughs> orgasm. an orgasm you just leave it in yourself overnight
2: I-, I was about to say what is the best possible way to wake up discussing coffee or tea or maybe a, orgasm- bre- maybe a bread maker but it turns out Orgasm and a cup of tea. Imagine that before you go to bed. Get your, your little pre-bed routine. Get my dressing gown on the back of the door. If just wash my face and then pop that in. Good night, everyone.
0: Put the I timer think it'd it. fall out. I think I turn quite a lot in the night. Fall. Not that I have a loose vagina. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know.
1: Fallout does it, like, suggest there's gravity
0: involved. like. <laughs> well, because you'd insert it, but then you'd move around a oh, lot. No, no, no. I've you got have imagination. something really big in there. Anyway, <laughs> okay. the coffee made description is amazing. Go on. I want to do it. And can I do it in an American accent? Yeah. Yes. Wake up to a tasty hot drink without leaving the cozy comfort of your bed with the Breadville no breville <laughs> breville, breville 4 <B-C-F-0-4-2. laughs> 42 wake cup hot water dispenser catchy a hot <laughs> drink can provide that all important all important energy boost on busy days or be part of a relaxing lion. however you start your day it's an essential part of the morning ritual and thanks to the wake cup you don't have to trapes to the kitchen oh, yeah. or even leave your bed to enjoy a freshly brewed hot drink. The wake cup sits by your bedside and includes a digital alarm clock. This can be programmed to start making a hot drink when the alarm rings and boasts a number of other features designed to help you start the day feeling refreshed. Traipse. Not as good as it. Traipse. I know, the one takeaway we got from that was trapes <laughs> I forgot about that word. I've never seen it written down. <laughs> no.
2: Traipsing. Around
0: it's a bit of a trapes of a word, it is. Mm. There's a lot going on there.
2: Trapes around,
0: trapeze traipse around, yeah.
2: Okay, did so you like my I thought your accent was very good actually. Yeah, yeah. I nice.
0: think I'll get casting something from this podcast. I think you'll get a recall.
2: Beautiful American accent there. Very nice, Sam Baines. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, let's move on to 2013. We know that Bex is is over here. She's in the country. You've been here for like five years at this stage. You're waking up every morning to lovely tea made by your robot. Coffee, I should say, made by your robot. Uh, and then in March 2013, you spend £23 on the Elegant Owls pretty cute vintage design 13.3-inch notebook laptop shoulder hand case carrying bag for Apple MacBook Pro 13.
1: Oh, mm. I did. So I remember, yeah. So that must have been I bought a secondhand MacBook Pro because yeah. I was going to try and make more videos mm. um, for YouTube, and um, and that had like the power to do that then. Yeah. And then within three months, it it did the blue screen of death thing or whatever oh. it is that it does, ugh. and I was like, ugh. So and annoying. it was just. Yeah, it was so frustrating that I just ended up giving it to a friend who, again, gave it to a friend who does computer stuff and let
2: him repurpose it. And but could they not? Could they not repurpose it in your direction? Could you not hand it to your friend and say, "Could you repurpose this for Beck Hill?" I think by I'm that stage,
1: I, by that stage, I had gone. You know what? I'm not. I don't. Mm. If it's already doing this, I'm going back to PCs, so
2: and I've never looked back. Really? Is that so? You dabbled in Mac for a I little dabbled? Bit. Wow.
0: I dabbled in Apple.
2: Dappled. Uh, dappled.
0: <laughs> but importantly, your carry case has owls on it.
1: Yeah, I yeah. actually have no memory of that case whatsoever. Let's have a look. This
0: little white one.
2: Yeah. Easy I mean, to get dirty. I clearly had that at some stage, but I, I don't know what happened to it. Well, this is a great big owl podcast, so maybe you could put all your podcasts in it now. That could work Aww, quite nicely. Like
1: a little, yeah. thought there. Like a little no papoose.
2: Reviews. No reviews at all? Nope. That seems unfair. I mean, should a review from Beck say, I don't remember buying this at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could we, could we do that? Can we Can write it? Yeah,
0: of course, yeah. Let's do that. Are we gonna give it one star? You can't do zero. No,
2: let's not be let's be nice. nice. No,
0: yeah. Five? I, yeah, give it five stars. Say, say this looks nice, but
2: I don't remember it. Exactly.
1: What's the headline? <laughs> a lovely trip down nostalgia a lovely traipse down nostalgia lane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good. Whoever made that product is gonna get a notification, aren't they? A product from six years ago, they'll be like what? <laughs>
1: I'm Jack Beaumont and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done
2: terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Oh, fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi. 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 It's back in Crime
0: Club. Selling a little or a lot?
2: May 2013 here on My Met Bought a Toaster we're with Beck Hill brilliant stand up comedian and you bought six bouncy egg rubber balls what a fantastic comic you are when you've got comedy gold like that what on earth why are you buying these bouncy egg rubber balls Uh,
1: I would say that's probably the year I started doing Beck and Tom's awesome laundry with Tom Goodliffe
2: I love Tom Goodliffe
1: yeah good egg yes Uh, a good uh, egg there you go I had to get six of them
2: right so what did you how did you uh, deploy these in the show
1: Um, I think so there was a cooking set Segment, and I don't think we even used them for comedic effect. I think it was because we pretended to cook and we just, we, I think we just didn't were, want to break out. Yeah, exactly. I think we were just like, quick, buy all the kitcheny <laughs> things. And so I, we, we put them in a real egg. Um, I, yeah, I don't. Oh, no, no. The, sorry. We did use it. There's a bit where Tom, Tom laid an egg. Right. That was it. So, what, hang then, on, did he squat down in
2: poo and poo an egg out in front yeah, of some children? That's yeah, yeah. Not, great not quite as, as graphic great as that. Wow.
1: And then, uh, but what, what I remember most about them is um, when we were setting up or packing up the show, when there weren't even kids around, we'd play a game that we called... Egg, and then it's where you'd have to throw the rubber egg to each other. Yeah. And as you throw it, you'd have to name a different way of, of making eggs. Amazing. So like scrambled, fried, wow. uh, poached, and uh, and not then even you couldn't. the show. You know, not, and you couldn't <laughs> repeat the type of egg. And um, and if you drop it, you had to start again. <laughs> and you, but you wanted to do as many How
2: many different back types of ways are they doing eggs? There's only about five on there. I mean, you got in America, you got your easy and your over easy and stuff it include like that. sunny side up. And yeah, yeah. Oh. So also on the same day, I'm assuming this is part of oh, the. Oh, can we
0: do a review? Because one star from HP Source. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> not the, what... HP source? Yeah. the HP These Source? The HP Source.
2: These did not Harry taste Potter good source. with my sauce.
0: Not what I expect.
1: Someone definitely did one star just to do that pun.
0: And I respect that. (laughs) Respect that. They they were quite angry about it. The six eggs I received after a few weeks, in brackets, seemed very different to the others reviewed here. They aren't really bouncy balls at all. Just imitation eggs and not even very realistic ones at that. They are lightweight, three grams per egg, he weighed them. He's weighed them. And just hollow plastic. I was oh. expecting something solid oh, and rubber. Man. Bouncy would have been nice too. One egg was also crushed in transit. I'm hoping the seller expe- accepts returns, although as they are shipped from Hong Kong, I won't be holding my breath.
2: Wow, someone's furious they, they have shelled out on those. It's hey. astonishing. Four
1: people find that helpful.
2: Oh. Ours
1: were, were solid rubber right but well yours were
2: better ours were good maybe there's a reply to put on that ours were solid rubber pre-Brexit De-
1: <laughs> pure, pure. <laughs> they're terrible to bounce though because they're egg shaped so you never know what direction mm. they're going to yeah. go yeah
2: I mean what you're experiencing yeah. there is the joy of rugby Beck. that's yeah. the best thing about rugby you never know where the ball's going to
1: go brilliant that's, rug, I would watch rugby if they had to yell out different ways of doing eggs
2: so <laughs> that would make it so much the better ball to each other <laughs> it's a try what's he saying scrambled <laughs> um,
0: someone's left a four star review saying a bit rough in places but mm. serves the purpose <laughs> of an egg and spoon race why do you need them yes. to be smooth yeah I don't know
2: I don't know. I've
0: popping up yourself
1: that's rough fine. Um, I guess
0: if it's rough and it's in the spoon
1: that's like cheating isn't it? no, it's, it's friction it's gonna hold it in the spoon
2: I tell you what else holds it in the spoon as I discovered mm-hmm. when I did an egg and spoon race your other hand yeah I was furious a lot of uh, we did a parents egg and spoon race at the end of my kids uh, sports day and loads of parents put their hand over the egg yeah what's the point What's the point you just write it's not an egg and spoon race. it's just a race what's just the, put the point your thumb on it?
0: you win yeah, yeah. Well, you
2: don't win it because you're cheating. A, just yeah, running.
0: But the, the children don't put their thumbs on it. Do you know what I did? Adults know better.
2: I pretended that I'd won. So I ran around as if I'd won and my kids to this day still think I won the egg and spoon race. I did. I came about seventh.
0: Do you know what I'd do? Well, I'd put
2: some chewing gum and stick it to the spoon. That's okay. That's cheating, but it's, that's more underhand. Actually, yeah. over, literally overhand. Putting your hand over the egg. I just yeah, think that's... too
1: obvious. No, oh, I think if you're going to cheat, do a good... I'd get some double-sided uh, tape. Mm. Or maybe some mm. uh, Velcro.
2: Yes. And then I can
0: swap the eggs out at any point That's, that's if it's a relay
2: yeah there's yeah. more
0: involved in that though Velcro sticking it to I one like side of the spoon
2: very hard to cheat at sports day isn't it I'm just trying to think of what things, what activities you do at sports day that you can cheat I at I
0: hated sports day yeah awful it's my worst day mm. I like that we it. used to do it on astroturf and there would Ooh. be those flying ants oh Everywhere. Is it always on Flying Ants Day that you do always Day? on Flying Ants Day. I have oh. horrible memories of sitting in shorts on AstroTurf with flying ants. Oh,
1: great. Astro
2: Burns. Have you, have you ever, ever had an AstroTurf burn? That sounds so cool. <laughs> <It's not> Astro Burns. <laughs> Astro Burns is like a brand of trainers, isn't it? Those yeah. I don't think um, I
0: ever move fast enough for anything to burn.
2: It really hurts. You can really, li- like, yeah. prefer really nasty. Um, were you very sporty at school then? I'm hearing mm. that you enjoyed sports.
1: No, but I did like because we didn't have to do lessons. And also, the weather's good in Australia. So it's just yes. an excuse to be outside and run around with your mates. What you was go. your go to sport? But when it came to actual sports, uh, triple jump.
0: Because you're basically
1: skipping really long.
2: Because <laughs> it's yeah. a lovely skip. <laughs>
1: it is a lovely skip.
0: I was
2: javelin so I don't Ooh. have to run. <laughs> I've just got this image of the two of you. So now I've got Beck skipping with your sort of hands flailing around while you do it with a smile on your face. Yeah. And I've just got an image of you, Sam. <laughs> Standing day. completely not even, still. Not even taking your run just going... Ugh! Right. (laughs) can I sit down? That is
0: literally what I do. I would not run up. I would stand still in a wide stance Mm. and throw and I always won.
2: Was it because you were trying to spear the flying ants? I was so angry (laughs) about
0: being at sports day. Yeah, I didn't like it. You know what is something else that you could throw and use your hands with? Oh yeah. Rubber eggs. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, that. And a lobster hand puppet,
2: which is <gasps> on the a 7th lobster of hand May puppet. Now that's got to be. I'm assuming that's for the show as well, right?
1: It, it, it was for the show. Um, uh, I basically said to Tom Goodliffe, your character is going to be obsessed with lobsters, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Because we need a lobster puppet." And he was like, "Okay, <laughs> you've only written this in, so you can buy a lobster puppet." <laughs> um, uh, I I don't know if, what it's like now. You can check, but recently I double checked yeah. that exact lobster puppet to try and find a picture of it and they couldn't find it on sale anymore I don't know if it's changed it's since not then. The only place I could find it was on eBay, and it was like over two hundred pounds. Oh, it's like a collector's edition. A great wow. investment. Wow. Have you still got it? I've still got it. Oh, you're yeah. kidding me! It actually currently features in a series of sketches I did for Sobino, where I play an unboxing person on YouTube. Amazing. But every time I unbox a thing, a lobster comes out and attacks me.
2: And it's the actual lobster. It's
1: the actual lobster, and I have it on my bookshelf at home, watching over the incredible. Lounge. You so go sell it for two hundred pounds. No. So not that is a star. Like,
2: this is like Bitcoin. It's just going to keep going up and up and up. Yeah, right I'm going to retire on that lobster. <laughs> if we look at the 7th of July 2013, mm. I mean, we can't ignore that, can we, Sam? No. It's a, uh, very much a Justin Bieber <laughs> black baseball cap. Over to you, Beck Hill, to explain what on earth is going on, please. Um, it, 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 uh,
1: it was also part of the show. It was uh, when we did the cooking section in Beck and Tom's Awesome Laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, you sent it to There Gavin. was a. Did I say it to caps? Yeah. Yeah. Was that it at his work? Maybe because I couldn't receive <laughs> no. it. I'm not sure why it said it to cap. <laughs> um we uh we had um a celebrity judge for the cooking section which mm-hmm. obviously meant that one of us would go oh, i just have to go to the toilet and would run off yes. and so judge was justin Bieber, <laughs> who was one of us in sunglasses and a justin bieber cap because that's what he would wear is a Shut cap up. with his own face on it mm-hmm. and then a bib that said justin on it and then he would come on with a gravy boat going Graver, 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 but graver, 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 grave grave but. And then because neither of us can do voices, Justin, because uh, so we would swap, because then when the other one had to have the judge taste their food, yeah. then the other one would have to go, oh, I'm just going to the toilet and then put on the same things and pretend that we're the same character. But neither of us can do voices. So Justin Bibber sounded like Gilbert
0: Gottfried. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Justin Bibber. I really want to see this show.
2: So then we go to 2016. Beck uh, still doing the comedy at this stage, obviously as you still are now. Things are going very well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have got
0: very strange two orders. Really you, odd when orders. When you put them together
2: in July, you bought the Yizyif Girls Sleeveless Sequin Flower Sash Formal Wedding Bridesmaid Party Dress oh. for six to seven year old. Okay, <laughs> and then in October you bought the Secret History of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Creepy. Tell us about 2016. Year, I mean, maybe. we all had a difficult year in 2016, but it seems to have hit you hard. In uh, uh,
1: 2016, I got married.
2: Good year. Great yeah. year for you, 2016. And
1: clearly
0: that was my outfit, I guess. Okay. Bridesmaid stress now makes sense.
1: Oh, oh, is the that six what... to
0: seven year
1: olds. Oh, yeah, of course. Blue. Yeah, yeah. It, that would have been for my niece. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um so that was that and, and uh is the history of Twin Peaks also for your niece? Uh also for my niece <laughs> she's a huge Lynch fan <laughs> and um uh no that was um it was another gift for my husband. Okay. Um uh, he he's a big uh David Lynch fan. In fact the following year for his 40th we went to Washington State and visited the sites where they filmed Twin Peaks. Really? Mm.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, that's impressive. It was very exciting. Doing a tour of it. Okay. All yeah. right.
1: We stayed in the in the place they use as the external shots for the Great Northern.
2: Wow. Which was very cool. It's next to a waterfall. So what's the uh, attraction of doing that? For like, cause are you a massive fan of Twin Peaks?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan. <laughs> so what's
2: it like when you're standing there and he's going, "Oh my God," and you're like, "Yeah, this is just a road."
1: I well, so it, when I uh, first moved here, he made me marathon it with him. Right. Uh, when we were living up in... In fact, we were staying with his parents up in Cooper and Fife. Oh, okay. And so there's not much to do in Cooper and Fife. <laughs> and so we just marathoned all of the uh, first two seasons of um, Twin Peaks yeah. while eating cherry pie. Uh-huh. And, um, and that was really nice because it was like he, he got really into it when he was like a teenager or something. And because he loved it so much it was like an, I'd, we'd only been together for maybe like a year at that stage so it yeah. was a really informative way of getting to know what he was into and what he liked and mm-hmm. I well that he's a weirdo is what you're saying he's a also, weirdo yeah perfect
2: opportunity uh, for someone growing up presumably in the sort of out in the middle of nowhere but of yeah, Scotland Yeah, yeah, Twin Peaks it's yeah quite good... it's real
1: creepy yeah. <laughs> but um You know when someone is really passionate about something and you can't help but enjoy their passion through them? Mm -hmm. And just he really loves Twin Peaks. Like it's one of his favourite things in the whole world. And experiencing it with him was such a nice way of getting into it. And so I it's not something I probably would search out Myself, right. but I love watching it with him because like the joy radiates off of him, right. and you sort of yeah. soak it in
2: yourself. Like you're like a feeder, but for TV yeah. shows, that's nice. Yeah, I like yeah. That, and certainly. I'm a big
1: sucker for locations, like because I'm from Adelaide and nothing really got filmed out, hmm. you know, or nothing of um, sort of international note, Yeah. Uh, where, where I grew up. And so as soon as I moved over here, suddenly you're within stone's throw of like loads of famous scenes from stuff. Yeah. And so when Ooh. when I can then get to America and then go to scenes that other that I've seen on on TV and to see them in real life and uh, I, I find that really exciting so yes. I really enjoyed it I thought it's a great I like trip.
0: that the joy radiated off him it's like how I feel about the heat up vibrator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could marry that now They're if good. you wanted to. I love it good, I
0: should it? get commission. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay so 2017 and uh, look at this suddenly there's loads of orders right and it's, it's a lot yeah. of it is audiobooks so you've obviously joined Audible mm. um, you've bought loads and loads of audiobooks and also you've bought a uh, the accoutrements, inflatable beard of bees. Mm. Uh, that was on the twenty fourth of December. Is that for some sort of beard based Santa? Is that? That was did for.
1: That? Did I buy that on the twenty fourth of December? I bought Christmas that on Eve. Christmas Eve.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Eve. What do we do every year? This time, that time of the year. It's time to buy a beard of bees.
1: It went to Jim Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedian Jim Campbell. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I. I think I was drunk. Uh Christmas Eve Um, when I get drunk I um, tend to WhatsApp um, my friends and tell them how proud I am of them and I think we were having one of those conversations and then I said and I was off to Australia I think like two days after like I was going to Australia the day after Boxing Day and I said to him I think I said to him what do you want for Christmas and then he said a beard of bees (sighs) and so I got him that and then like we, the first week in January or sort of just after New Year's or something he messaged me and he's like did you send me this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you were like I have no idea yes. Yes. I buy owl bags I don't remember them this is what we're discovering Beckhill I drinks wish, and Amazons
0: I wish Amazon had the time of purchase on it
2: also they could look at oh, yeah. the uh, that would be uh, so alcohol content in your yeah. blood when you purchase yeah. things as well uh, and then we can look 13th of June 2018 now quite recently How to be a bad Christian and a better human being by Dave Tomlinson. So you are of faith, Beckhill. Yes. Okay,
1: yeah.
2: all right. So tell us a bit about this book, please. It's a gift, actually. In fact, there we are, it's a gift. Mm. I,
1: I, so I listened to the audio book, and I loved it so much that I think I sent uh, a copy to my friend Chris back in Australia mm-hmm. and a copy to my mum. Ah. Um. Uh, my parents were quite agnostic growing up. Um. Mm-hmm. So then I, after careful consideration, uh, decided I quite liked aspects of Christianity, struggled to find a good church, uh, eventually found the church that Dave Tomlinson is a reverend of because someone else said, this book's amazing, you should go to his church. Okay, and where's his church? Is there, uh, St. Luke's in Holloway, unfortunately, had to retire last year because right, okay. he hit 75 and apparently Church of England rules you're not allowed to. Oh, really? Be a reverend you after. Get times. Off, you get shipped off, do you? Shipped off. Well, wow. A religion still...
0: invented because someone wanted to get divorced. The Church of England. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Catholicism.
2: Literally. <laughs> Catholicism. The pastors put to pasture. That's a shame. Mm. Um, mm. But mm. how do you find mm. that? How do you find that being a Christian in the stand-up world? Because most stand-ups I know are atheists, and obviously you're not going to be sitting there having massive arguments about it. But a lot of comics go on stage and talk about it and can be quite. Yeah, like who's religious these days? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I am. Um, funnily enough, I think ma- majority of the comics at least that i work with like everyone's i actually used to do a podcast years ago called gods of comedy where i would interview other comedians about their faith or what they believe in or don't believe in and it was just a really nice non-judgment because we're all different and yeah. everyone has like yeah, different yeah. experiences and i find more often than not i just end up having really fascinating conversations with people about um you know why we're at where we're at and humanity and how it works and it's really nice um i find that the only comics these days who tend to make cheap gags about... Because Rufus Hound um, had a bit years ago when he did his DVD record about why he's atheist. And it was so well-worded and so justified and so funny and just really beautifully done. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I, t- I remember like properly whooping for it because it was a really good bit of material and so personal to him. Mm. Um, And that I appreciate. It's when uh, you get the hack things where they're like, uh, uh, Jesus or other fictitious characters, la, 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 la. And you're like, and then later if you were to say to someone, do you really think that Jesus didn't exist? They wouldn't necessarily no. have much to back it up. Yeah. And those are the, I tend to find that those people that make those jokes are usually very new. mm uh, and don't stay around that long. Mm. Like they don't tend to be on the circuit mm. for that long, or I don't cross paths with them because I do better clubs.
0: <laughs> 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 also, Jesus was a real person, wasn't he? Yeah, Whether exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's or... it. Like it's yeah. regardless of what you think surrounds it.
2: Mm. <laughs> we should get him on the podcast, actually.
1: Yeah, you should.
2: Jesus. Can I mean, yeah. imagine his I shopping list.
1: I'll put in a oh, good whoa. word. Yeah. Could you please? Thank yeah, you yeah. Say so yeah, <laughs> so sorry. I
2: haven't <laughs> been in touch. All right. Listen, we need to move on, guys. We need to. We need to bring this to a close. There's a couple of things. Let's do a sort of whistle-stop tour of 2018. Okay. Give us some quick, punchy answers as to why you bought, for example, on the 21st Mm. of September, the Russian Army-style winter cap warm trapper hat ear flaps with a badge, with a black badge (laughs) on it.
1: Uh, um, um, Gav, my husband and I like to do couples uh, dress-ups for Halloween. Um, and so, so much, you weren't right? sure where that was going, did No, I we? really, yeah. Really so, Especially one, seeing as the
2: other thing was then, all colours, ladies, girls, dance, gymnastics, nylon, lycra, long sleeve, leotard. Yeah. Can See? you
1: guess what the outfit was based on that?
2: Oh, something to do with ballet?
1: No. What? No, the hat comes into it as well. What? Um, oh, glow. Yeah, we did glow. So oh, was So I was, uh, I was um, Alison Brie's character. Yeah. Not Alison yeah, yeah, Alison Bree. This is um, Glow, which is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, that is Do- very Zoya good the Destroyer. Question. I was Zoya the Destroyer, so and he good. was Mark Maron, and genuinely looks so much like him. I will send you the photos so you can put it up on this <laughs> podcast. Thank you. Yes, please. And, That'd be great. Uh, and he looks so much like we post, we tweeted it, and Mark Maron liked it on. Oh, the really? Yeah. Oh, that's a win.
2: That's the whole year one. That's yeah. the whole oh year one. Seventh uh, of December, twenty eighteen. Davidoff Adventure EDT spray. Very nice. I'm thinking Christmas present. Can, Christmas
1: day. present. Yeah, yeah. David. Husband likes to smell like you and McGregor. <laughs> Why not? Why would you not?
2: We all Why? know how Ewan McGregor smells just by looking at him. <laughs> I feel yeah, like this podcast know. is
1: mainly people getting to know my husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we know that he's, he
2: loves reading books and he smells great. Yeah. What else do we want to know um, And Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks, Why
0: course. did you buy the fidget bean key ring keychain? It's like uh, an edamame bean.
1: Oh, um, because a friend, um, uh, a lovely friend called Renata Brightman um, gave me uh, one as a gift and attach it to my phone and it's really fidgety and fun to play with and everyone who I would put my phone down on a table would start fidgeting with it and so I bulk bought a bunch of them and gave them out at Christmas. (laughs)
2: We are all fidgets these days, aren't we? We all need to fidget. Seven ninety nine um,
0: if you need a fidget. <laughs> yeah. There's clever, loads of them.
2: Um, okay, all right. Uh, I'm sort of feeling like we should try and bring this to a conclusion with an object that best sums you up, Beck. And I don't want to sort of dip into any uh, race stereotypes, seeing as you obviously are an Australian. But we have got on the eighth of February. I'm sorry, it's here in front of me. Eighth of February, 2019. The Bristol novelty Aussie outback hat with corks. Yeah. Why are you buying that? Come on, you've moved out of Australia. Maybe this is a sign that you're longing for home. Ten years after you moved here. <laughs>
1: uh, I bought it because uh, I was doing uh, ACMS, the Alternative Comedy Memorial Society, mm-hmm. and uh, I have replaced all the corks with um, uh, cardboard teeth. And it was for a character I was trying out. Because uh, I'm not a character act, but I like to do acms with characters. Okay. Uh, called the Struth Fairy. <laughs> and uh, uh, she collects all the teeth from the animals. <laughs> and so people yell out animals to me and I tell them how I steal their teeth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's brilliant. I um, love it.
1: Um, before we should go, I should tell you that I have brought the last thing that I bought on Amazon. Oh, you, uh, thank which you. Which wasn't in my thing. Would a you like to see it? A natural end yes. to the show. Yes,
2: yes, please. Amazing. Thank you, Bex. I, She's actually what going. do you
0: guess it is, Tom?
2: What the, she's bought? Yeah. Of Amazon. Well, she's a fan of costumes, isn't she? Um, or books. Or books or audio books. She can't, we, can't we bring an audio book in. That would be weird. I
0: think it's a cable.
2: Yeah, classic cable, some sort of charging pack. That'd be quite a disappointing thing to bring in. Oh. It's not, it's not a great show and tell moment to end the show on, is it?
0: If she's got one now, that's you've really. We're going to do
2: show it down. Show show end tell. That's this what this feature is now called. Here we go, Becky. It's probably Hill. the
0: most on-brand
1: thing I could ever buy, and I haven't been able to use it yet because it came from America and it's an electronic item, and I don't have an adapter yet. Oh, I'm so
2: excited! What is it? What the, what the? Is it
1: a coffee maker? It is a fondodler. Oh, what? It says on the box, play with your food. And to describe it underneath, it says, it's a hot glue gun, but for cheese. <laughs> Build <laughs> with it, it's... write with it, cook with it. Oh my God,
2: my uh, wife is going to lose sexual. her mind. It does look a bit like the... It looks the...
0: like a glue gun or the insemination tool that it they use It does look like a gun. perfect, yes. And then you put your stick of cheese in
1: there.
2: Uh-huh. Any cheese you like, because any, any cheese? cheese melts.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It tells you any cheese. And uh, and then um, when you do that, it goes in and oh. heats and it, it up. And out. then you can put it on toast It's a toast glue gun for cheese.
2: That is incredible. Oh. Can if I... you let
1: the cheese dry, you can build... <gasps> Uh, you know, like like a three D printer would. Yeah, build it up.
2: Oh my God! So you it can literally, you can literally say to your uh, to your husband while he's in bed reading a complicated book about Twin Peaks. Uh, having his tea made for him by your teasmaid. You can go downstairs and write, I love you on some toast in cheese.
1: Stairs? I live in London. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> cover, cover.
2: <laughs> I up. love that. You can traipse to the other side of the box. Cover
0: a book in cheese. Put cheese on your own face. You could wait for it to cool down and then do a cheese moustache. Yes. But, or straight into f- your mouth. If, um, yeah. Oh my like
2: God, blah, blah, blah. You, can, you can fondoodle into your own mouth. <laughs> That I,
0: I'm lactose intolerant so I couldn't do that It's an amazing you get cheese. lactose, in,
2: you can get lactose it free really cheese it doesn't melt well what could you put in here chocolate I'm sure you could use chocolate <gasps> in here as well that would be good wouldn't it that would be good wouldn't it It's a thought for you <laughs> open wide Samantha open wide um, listen Beckhill what that a pleasure to spend some time with you thank you so much for coming on to My Mate bought a toaster thank you um, and I love all these items but the fondue bleu is one of the best things I've ever seen I'm going to steal this off you now thank you Beck. Uh, the wonderful Beck Hill there on my Met Bought a Toaster Samantha Baines yeah do, uh, do, uh, is, I'm googling has it, the
0: fondoodler. has it
2: happened because as we know as is now famous in this show the only thing you've ever bought from one of our guests uh, Amazon Purchase Histories was Yasmin Akram's sex toy yeah have we now got a new item you're going to buy
0: it's not the fondoodle. oh no because I think so it's lactose intolerant I'm,
2: well I'm going to buy the fondoodle for my wife because she has a cheese club she does a cheese club <gasps> where, I know All her friends sit around like book club but for cheese they all bring yeah. a lump of cheese each and they talk about the cheese they bring that's
1: made. amazing oh, that's really also fun. a cheese club sounds like a weapon that would go with the fondoodler cheese gun <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cheese club
2: I've got a cheese gun
0: <laughs> I'm considering buying a teammate.
2: You, okay Keep us up to date on that, please. Let us know. All I right. need one that's pretty. Uh, for all your comments and interaction you'd like to do with the show, um, please give us a tweet follow. You know, at ToasterPod. That's what we are on Twitter. We're not on Instagram, but I am at the Price Tom. Sam is at Samantha Baines. Beck Hill, what are you please on the bits? At Beck Hill comedian. Very nice indeed. And please give us a review and a rating on five the, stars. No? Five star rating. We've got. We haven't got many, you know. We've got loads of five stars. But five really stars have... and trapes. Well, you need yeah. trapes. Yeah, yeah you
0: need to write stuff. You need to say like. That would be nice. Sam's the best thing about this podcast. When she's not here, it's worth nothing. Yeah. The
2: ones with Tom, sort of just a little bit up their game. The drag. They just Traips. really just funny edge. It's a bit of a trapeze when Slower. Sam's here. Yes, please. I write don't remember you. buying this. <laughs> That'd be good. Yes, <laughs> if you could please write that. Or if
0: you've bought anything that we've talked about on the show and you want to do your review, yes. you can just write under our podcast a review of an
2: item that you've bought on Amazon. Thank you very much for coming. All the best. come regards. Bye. Bye. Done! Yay! Hooray. Thank you so much. That was brilliant that is amazing. Thank and I'm gonna buy that. The fond... Did you get
1: it on Yeah,
2: I'm Mark Haynes, and for the last 32 years I've been a fan of professional wrestling. My friend Pete Donaldson from The Football Ramble. He hasn't. But in our podcast, WrestleMe, the two of us subject the greatest spectacle in sports entertainment, Wrestlemania, to the kind of rigorous scrutiny that ruins it entirely. GQ called WrestleMe enrapturing. Shortlist said it's beautiful. And it's a hit with common people too, with well over 400 five-star reviews on iTunes. WrestleMe, available from all good podcast providers.
0: Acast, and befehler.
2: Mit navn er Anders Mogentarder. Og overfor mig sidder Roald Bergmannen. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder
1: Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver
2: ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skide skidesræt af alle de der podcaster og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulige ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet et vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge kommer vi. Der laver vi sjovt og spas med at have den her vidunderlige